I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to crack a beer. Oh, <laughs> hell. I'm not prepared for this. It's okay. We've got what looks like a beer, but a little, little regular apple cider. No, no hard. Good enough. Oh, no hard apple ciders. Get out of here with that. All right, let's. Uh, tis the season. Tis the season. All right, the Cannonball Golf, the Gambling Show, working title, is back for another episode two of of twenty twenty, and we welcome a uh, Stu, 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 Uncle Stu, Uncle Stu's Garage, all all your monikers back in action. I'm back, I'm alive, hey, guys. How you doing, you. Stewie? Oh my God! Well, which way is up? What day is it? Where we are to, we? We have our, our our other gambling buddy Randy fill in for you last week. I know. Uh, where um, were you? You're on a you're on a little in, vacation. I was on a beautiful vacation, Antioch, Illinois, right at oh. the border of Wisconsin. It's crazy how the 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 pandemic has created uh, vacations that are now you know used to be day you know daycations or staycations. That's like a legit vacation now. Yeah, or used to just be kind of like middle of the nowhere towns that uh, all of a sudden the RBO is uh, picking up business on because nobody <laughs> wants to be nobody wants to be around anybody. So uh, hello, farm town. <laughs> I'm in. Um, this episode is is presented by Cannibal Golf, the Gambling Show. We uh, we have uh, no sports books have contacted us for the advertising slot yet. Um, I'm long. I'm long. DraftKings. You're long. Pen. So we'll, we'll take either. Come on, boys. <laughs> and Randy. And Randy's long both. <laughs> Game uh, on. I guess we need a little bit of a track record, you know. But yeah. uh, to that point, we, they're, they're looking oh. for me to up my my initial deposit to the thousand to get my 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 double the the bonus. I know. <laughs> we don't qualify with our measly little. Uh, balances my, thir- my 13 bucks last week was not not gonna cut it all right before we get to that let's take care of u.s open bets we'll do the guest first uh randy's picks dj tied sixth jt tied eighth rory t8 uh jason day tied 38 bubba tied 31st made the cut and then tiger and hatton missed the cut um your yours yours truly Augie's picks, some double ups, DJ, JT, Rory. Um, and then I had Xander who solo fifth. Burger thirty four Burger thirty fourth, Ricky forty ninth. Apparently uh one of the worst putters in the field last week. Shocking. And that Corey Connors suggestion. Little uh, missed eight footer on the last to to miss the cut. Bummer. Can't handle the pressure. And then Stu, you had DJ Xander, so T sixth, fifth, and then the old Tiger miss cut. And you took my advice on the Connors. No, no bueno. No bueno. No bueno. So Cannonball is zero for one on picking winners on this show. But if you look at it, um. Stu had two out of four in the top 10, one of which was top five. Um, I had three, one guy in the top five, four out of seven in the top 10. Not bad. Not bad. 
Um, and then Randy had three guys in the top 10. Obviously, a lot of those were overlaps. So, like we said, it's pretty golf. Solid. It's not bad. Like, we, not like bad. we've always, I think it's hard to pick a winner in golf. So, you know, post mortem, it looks like we should have uh, a lot of, a lot of top 10 bets, a lot of top 20 bets yep. would have paid out nicely. Um, gotta, so maybe that'll be the uh, got a ladder. You got to ladder your bets. True ladder. Oh, now we're throwing out terms. Explain <laughs> what, what lat. Explain what laddering is, dude. Because I don't even know it, if I understand. Oh man! So uh, the laddering is just a. It's a way to hedge uh, your bets with the with the win, the top five, top ten, top twenty, and you kind of got to compute. So you do have to know a little bit of math because you're usually not getting the exact same odds uh, for a, a top twenty finish than you are uh, for a, for a top finish. Okay. Uh, so, for example, if DJ's twenty to one to win, you're okay. probably you're probably not going to get one to one odds on him for a top twenty. You're, you're probably going to be you know maybe negative two to one. Gotcha. So, so you may have to throw like two or three units on DJ at the tw- at to place T twenty, and then you can okay. you know only put like one or two on the top ten, and then one and one. So ultimately, you're kind of looking for those those sweet spot ratios to to bet. <laughs> maybe a total of five to 10 units across the four right. to where you're hoping for a T five or one. That's where you really start making the money. But if you end up losing your, your tens and your twenties can still even you out or, or maybe you, you get back 75% of your bet. Gotcha. Yeah. Instead of just being all in, all, all in on out the, exactly. on the, all on the, on the winner all in and, and lose. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I would, I'd have to work the math out on, yeah, I built a spreadsheet. I'll just send it to you. And all you got to do is enter, enter your guys with the odds and, and you throw units and it, and it helps compute automatically. How, how, wow. many, units you, how many units you got to lay? You have a, we have a spreadsheet. I've got my own Excel macro built buddy. All right. The show's getting really fast. advanced really fast. Yeah. Maybe this is the year we, uh, we actually start logging because I've been tracking my own bets uh, here or there, but I'm not like great at it, especially when I lose like four or five weeks in a row, I kind of lose interest of, of the running mm-hmm. totals. But uh, yeah, I think it'd be, uh, I've always told myself I'm going to do it one year for the entire season and track it. Maybe this is the year seeing as we only got a, a couple events left this season. Hey, you know, might as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say, let's, well, how is, yeah, let's go to your, you're in that, I didn't enter it this year, but you did, you re-upped into that four team massive pool thing. I know we're going to talk yeah. about that last, but I think it's a better segue to talk about it here. Um, sure. how's the, how, how did the U S open go for that? And, uh, where, how you, how are you looking overall in that so far? Yeah. So quick recap just a one and done league uh you had to pick all your guys before the season started it was 28 weeks you know pre-covid after covid everything has just gone down the sh- down the shitter man so <laughs> it, the, the schedule's all the, ma- the macros are broken we, we've only got 20 <laughs> events out of the 28 and i'm pretty convinced that the guy keeping the score every week there's an issue where he pulled the wrong week or the wrong you know guys and he's giving you credit for so I just looked uh, before this to see how I did with, with the open. So I picked, uh, I, I entered four entries. There's a total of 452 guys. This was supposedly week 18. So we're, we're coming down to the wire here, but us opens a big payday. So I was excited. Uh, I picked uh, JT uh, Kepka. Ugh, strikeout. Oh, man. Cantlay, Cantlay who tied for 43rd. 
and Xander fifth. So I, I did pretty decent. Three of my guys made the cut, you know, a couple of them in two of them in the top 10, one top five. Um, but my, my teams right now, my best team is in 133rd. Yikes. Of However, Yikes. when I checked this week, I got credited for the wrong guy's money. And so did everybody else because two guys picked uh, DeChambeau and nobody uh-huh. got the nobody got the money. So so the opens off, and now this makes me believe the entire season is just barf. Oh no! I'm gonna have to go back and figure it out, man. So I, I don't know. It's uh it's a toss up. Uh, the other two weeks we got the Masters left, so I'm I'm hopeful because it's another uh, major. Mm-hmm. But the, but the other week that we were supposed to have, I can't figure out what event. So he says there's one more week, and I'm like, based on the schedule, I don't know. There's none left, so I don't know which week he's thinking still exists. Um. So yeah, it's. So it's, not look, it's not looking it's good. It's not looking good. I think it's a, I think it's a throwaway. My uh, my other three teams, I'm in 202, 239, and 251. Oh. So all of them pretty, pretty middle of the pack. Nothing uh, spectacular, but um, you know, I'm I'm at least uh, halfway there uh, on most of the teams and, and one of them top third, but not not like last year where I was in contention for money, uh got in for the twenty four hundred dollar prize. Uh, yeah. so yeah. Little, little disappointing this year. Yeah, like I said before, the macros are, are broken. The macros all, are all yeah. broken. Everybody's like, you know, you, you got guys, you, this whole league is because you got to pick it all pre. It's yeah. all based on history. And yeah. now you got guys aren't committing. Got no history. Playing. Uh, you know, it's like this week. I mean, we'll talk about it coming up. But, the, you know, Punta Cana comes in and, like, Mackenzie Hughes is power ranked number one. Who the F is that? You know, like, it's. Uh, He's it's from not, Canada, right? Yeah, eh? Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's going, uh, but I'm not confident and I'm not optimistic that uh, we'll even have a real, I think there's going to be a recall at the end and, and a mutiny and maybe it'll just be everybody gets their money back. So is the pool even in Putsakana this week or no? No, no, we're not in, uh, we're not Nothing. in that one. So yeah, this is, yeah, so like this, a, is this is just straight. Exactly. Supposedly there's only two weeks left of our original schedule, one being the masters and then one being this blank out week i have no idea what he's talking about because based gotcha. on what's left because uh, we start with the sony in hawaii every year and uh, gotcha. that's, that's coming up pretty quick there's not a whole lot of events left and um, i'm not sure which which event uh he's thinking is still still there so gotcha maybe, maybe he just uh forgot a week who knows who knows um so like you said put uh the corrales putacana resort and club is that like the name of the tournament is like that weird off tournament like is this down in like puerto rico or something i think it's in punta cana yeah where's punta cana i don't even know oh man it's an island it's like uh by, by the dominican okay down yonder huh down so that was yonder. close puerto yeah. rico puerto rico close close enough looks beautiful there um so this this week's i guess our picks will just be you know straight with your bookie or with the sports book picks huh um, yeah, this this week is so Mackenzie Hughes. Sure what, are you, what are you what are you thinking? What are you thinking about? What what's the strategy for this week? Who you got your eye on? You know, so Mackenzie, I actually like. Uh, you know, I, I I joke that he's a power rank uh, number one this week. The field is is pretty thin. We don't got the big names, uh, but he he was plus eight last week at the Open, uh, which was a fairly decent finish. So he's in and decent form. He's in decent form, and he and he finished T two here last year. So he's, uh, he likes the course. He's, he's favorite, and he's 14 to 1. You don't often see the favorite going off at, good, at those good of odds. So you gotta, you got to take it for the outright win. Sure. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick McKenzie for sure. Okay. 
I got a. Uh, do I uh, do I re up on uh, Corey Connors again? Eighteen Corey, to one. I was going to say he he solid. He he had a little little bit of a struggle though last week, and if his putting, to your point, uh, continues how it was on that last hole, I'm not sure he's the guy here. But right, uh, I like the pick. I like I like his name in the field. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to pick him, but I don't. I don't knock you for picking him. <laughs> what about uh, Will the the other favorite, Will Zalatoris? Zalat, oh, and I got to take him too. He's a uh, heater, uh, dude. The guy's on a heater, man. He's dude, he, a corn fairy stud. And did you see that? Did you see that and, st- that stat last week that he made just as much the in his U.S. Open finish than he did like in all of the corn fairy stuff. <laughs> I was looking at his stuff uh, today just to kind of see what, how much he earned. And I was just, well, yep, there you go. One, one event makes up for an entire season. Uh, <laughs> it's, that's the difference between the, between the minor leagues and the big leagues, right? Talk about, uh, talk about laddering up your salary, huh? Oh, my God. But good for him, man. And he T6'd at the U.S. Open. Like, this guy is uh, – if, if he does well, I think – I don't know if he has to win, uh, but I think I read if he finishes maybe top three or top five, he secures his card. Um, oh, wow. So he's got some. He's got some incentive this week for sure. Massive motivation. Always like. Yeah. Always like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I've seen him hovering. So earlier today, he was actually the favorite uh, on my gambling site that I use. He was he was offered at twelve to one, but I saw him a little bit later. He's at fourteen. Uh, same as McKenzie. So those guys are are the two. Uh, I'll call it street popular uh, betting favorites by by the general public. So I think picking either one or both for the win is is a good pick. And and given the odds at twelve or fourteen to one, you don't see that much for a winner. So so hit him. Got it. Who else you got your eye on? Uh, middle tier, thirty three to one guys. I've got three guys that I like. Uh, I think you, you you're not going to do wrong, but uh, I'm going to pit it old versus versus young. So my my first picks are the young guys. I'm going to go with with some true names here: Chucky Three Sticks, and yep. Henrik Stenson. Okay. Uh, Luke List is in that bunch too. He's a little bit younger, but uh, either of those guys, I, I like them all at thirty-three to one. Uh, so I think it's a it's a good solid mid-tier type. I bet. love I love Chucky Three Sticks, man. Like he he's always up there. He's a freaking ATM man. The, the guy is just consistent, and uh, he's like he's like that old man, just down the center every time. He's <laughs> not going to do anything flashy, but he's going to be there. It's a low ball too. It might get windy down there in the islands. You gotta love it. Who else you got? Anyone else? Yeah, the third tier, I'll call it. So uh, anyone that's uh, above 40 to 1 or at 40 to 1 or higher, I'll call those tier 3 guys. Uh, two guys that I used a lot last year who did me real well in the top 20 placements for my ladders. Uh, kept the money rolling. Adam Shank and Sepp Straka. Okay. Two guys. Uh, uh, Sepp, I love the guy, man, but he's, so, he's, he's a guy. He either misses the cut or he's top 20. He doesn't Perfect. have he doesn't have any in between. So last year I think he played in twenty five events, six top twenties. But I think he had like fourteen missed cuts. So he's uh he's there or he isn't. But he's going off at forty to one for the win. I don't know if I like him for the win. So I'll probably start the ladder down at the top twenty. He was going off at three to one, at, right. at the top twenty. Uh, and then you can get him uh, at or Adam Shank at three three and a quarter to one. And then for the top tens, they're both going off at seven to one. So I think I'm going to hit both them for a top 10 and a top 20 uh, at those levels. Gotcha. That's awesome. Love it. Um, last, you got to oh, have another you tier. Gotta, you've got to have a flyer, flyer tier. 
flyer tier. Flyer tier. There's you have four tiers. Deep lottery tickets, and this is the event to do it. You got no no huge big names this this week that are that are not a lot of big names that are going to contend. There's twelve guys being offered at a thousand to one. I don't care. Pick one. Take Take them them all. Take them all if you want. Uh, They're all top twenty placements. Also sixteen to one. Pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna go with the oldie but goodie, Bo Van Pelt. Well, Bo Van Pelt, got a little old Bo. Still playing. He's, he's, he's still, still playing, playing golf, huh? <laughs> Forty-five years old, still playing. Did you see uh, 3M? I don't know if you saw the 3M earlier this year, but he he had a hole in one, so he still got it. Uh, I, just because of that. I, I mean, it's got it. that's got to be a predictive analytic, right? Like, it, it's got to be a predictive data it. point. If you make a hole in one, like you're gonna you're gonna cash at Putatana. There's, it's it's an it's an analytic data point and it's predictive. I don't know which way, but I'm predicting. It might be one. It might be one percent predictive or seventy five percent predictive, but it's predictive. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> could could be prediction to fail. We don't know, but take them thousand to one. Why not? On your uh, on your flyer idea of a thousand to one, I got my eye on a guy who's five hundred to one. Ooh. Um, but. I don't know if we'll bet, probably should throw a dollar on him at 500 to one, but he has, yeah, last year he finished, I literally never heard of this guy. Um, Last year he finished T7 and in 2018 finished T13. Okay. So if that doesn't fit the bill for horses for courses, I, I don't gonna, know what is. And he's, and he's starting to trend up. He's going the right way from 18 to 19. His, yeah. Um, his name is George McNeil. So sorry, George. I haven't heard of you. But uh, yeah. So he's so obviously top 10, top 20 pick guy for sure. But he's getting five, 500 to one on a win. He's getting 40 to, 40 to one on a top five. Okay. 18 to one on a top 10 and eight and a half to one on a top 20. Okay. Okay. Liking it. So that'll be, I, I want to plug that one to the back row see what I, I got to do, but I think I I'm going to ride, I'm going to ride George McNeil this week. Yeah. But that's a, but that's a great example because so look at, he's got 500 to one for the, for the top. And then you said 40 to one for a top five. So top five, Theoretically, should be what? Should be twenty-five. Ah, um, uh, I see so what I, you're doing. Yeah. Fifty. He should be fifty to one, but he's only getting forty. Gotcha. And then on the top, and then on the top ten, he should be uh, five to one or uh, fifty. Uh, five hundred. Uh, fifty, right? Fifty to one, right? Fifty to one on the top ten, and he was yeah. what? Eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So terrible. So you almost got to like reverse ladder him the other way. So you would you okay. put the money on the top, on the one, maybe the five, but you'd stop. You wouldn't want to lay the tens and the twenties because it's, it's too far oh, off. So you're, you're taking the 500 to one, dividing it by the, the places. By either five, yes, by five, by 10. So you're implied, you're implied odds. Gotcha. Yep, implied, implied true odds is just simple, simple division like that. Ah, I learned um, something today. So yeah. you would think you would want to bet them top 10, top 20, but maybe you don't. But maybe you don't. But there's guys, and there's guys that are like the opposites. Like there, it, it, it seems like he's either a guy that's going to get a top 10 or he's, or he's not. Or no, right. he's, more, he's more likely to get a top 20 or top 10 than he is to win. win. And that's why they tiered it down. And there's guys out there 
like Sepp Straka and Shank who do that. Either they they get they miss the cut or they get those, and, and so they don't, and so they'll actually lure you in with better middle tier odds because they want you to bet it because they know it's a sucker bet because the guy's either he's usually either gone or he's at the top, and so right. like, we'll take your top twenty, top ten bets all day long because there's a good chance he's not going to land there. He's either in or he's out. Um, gotcha. So you kind of got to look for that, and then you try to hit those uh, when when they're out of sync. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. It's and it doesn't maybe work. I maybe I know maybe I have to find somebody else on the surface that looked great, but might be but, getting hosed by the book right now. But hey, put it on the top one. You just gotta throw the one unit for five hundred to one. Then I mean, it's kind of awesome. I mean, yeah. might as well just throw I mean, two you, bucks out at two and a G. I, I, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the way you play those bets for sure. So I wonder if he's had a hole in one yet this year. I don't know, man. That name I never even heard that. Where is he from? I don't know. Like, he looks like you're for two years. He, he, like, this is so judgmental. Oh, I'll find his profile real quick. This is so judgmental, but he looks like your typical, like, middle aged, like, white guy that's been, you know, just grinded out on tour. Like, proto, like, prototypical. I wish I was prototypical, just. I know, right? <laughs> Like old fat guy just grinding it out. He's not. He doesn't look fat. He just okay. looks prototypical. Um, speaking of average, man, how about those scores last week at the Open? Top plus, plus twenty plus twenty five gets paid. You know, that's uh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, there were like a handful of guys that shot eighty plus on Sunday. I, I was gonna say, all right, like legitimately, you go out there. What do you shoot? My brother-in-law asked me this. Um, he asked me what on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, like four o'clock. He goes, "What would you shoot at this course?" And I asked today, and he goes, "He goes, is today the hardest? I know day three, three is the easiest. So like, it all depends on conditions. I've talked about that at nauseum. How like setup and weather really depends. But like, obviously setup." pretty hard on Sunday and wind blowing. <laughs> I told him, so for the record, my current handicap is a one, one eight or one nine right now. So call me a low two, a high one. I said, I said the highest, the highest score on Sunday was 82. So I said probably would be in the mid nineties would be my thought. Like I think it's like sub eighties out of the question. I don't think. Like no way, playing from like and that and my handicaps playing courses between like sixty five and sixty nine hundred yards. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, that's why I was I was figuring these guys are they're probably running. I don't know. Uh, the plus twelve I think was the worst, right? So you mm-hmm. figured plus fifteen to twenty compared to you, and then you just take your your handicap and add it. Yeah, I mean these guys probably those guys are probably affected. Those guys are probably effectively playing to a handicap of like plus seven ish, give or take. I would say. So if I'm a two, it's probably that's probably nine shots. So if they're shooting, if the worst guy is shooting eighty two, yeah, I'm I'm probably shooting. I'm probably shooting ninety one on average. So like if I played well, it'd be. I'd break 90, but I would think on an average day. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. think my range would be, you know, 80, 
seven to ninety seven and if I play awesome, probably lower than eighty seven and if I play like absolute friggin' dog shit over I mean hundred's not out of the question out there. Easily. Like I mean double right. bogey double bogey golf like is probably I could probably do better than that, but like if the driver's off that day and the putter's off that day, like I mean <laughs> Part you know, I was gonna say well, driver, bo- driver clearly didn't. Driver didn't bo- really matter there, did it? Driver didn't matter. It, I mean, I'm, it, not, it, I'm not. I'm not hitting it three thirty. You're not hitting it three thirty, and and I don't know if you yeah, know, I, ca- I carry it like I carry it like two eighty five, ninety yeah. is my carry. Um. So yeah, yeah. Watch it. Be, watch it, it, it would be interesting. Hit hit some of those out of those roughs, like when he was offline. Just unbelievable. I don't know how that guy in five or 10 years, he's going to be like tired, just a broken back. And I don't know how his body holds up. I mean, I know he's doing unless he, fa- unless he conditioning. Unless, yeah. Unless he figures out how to swing it to where his back doesn't get wretched. Yeah. Like he's I don't know, man. It's just, Cause like when tiger like came back from fusion, like his swing changed to where like his finish was more upright. Like when he finished, like his spine was like straight up and down. Where like old school Tiger would be like that, like bent over, kind of yeah. like a DJ, like where the spines like curved. So he made that change, and Bryson finishes more up and down, for sure. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Good I Lord. don't know. I don't this know. George Mc, this George McNeil guy, getting back to him, man. He's been on tour since two thousand seven. Telling you. Wow, this guy's been around. Okay. Like him. Ladder him. Ladder, ladder, or ladder, or ladder in George McNeil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What, what is this guy overall? He made, he made one and a half million in uh, 2007. He has a picture on there. He made yeah. how much? One and a half mil in 2007. Okay. In 2007, okay. first year on tour. Had a first, a third, two top tens, six top 25s. 18 missed made cuts out of 30 events. Not bad. Not bad. He got cut 10 and withdrew two. Career low round 61. He's made $12 million. God. I Lord. mean, this, this is that, the, that's that. He, that is, is, is the epitome of just under the radar, picking up a million bucks a year. He's four. The dude's 44 and he's made $12 million. Not bad sir like that's way better than sitting in a cube like way better and we've never heard of him never heard of him but good for you florida state guy wow wow wow. turn pro 98 i graduated high school in 99 like sick dude 657th currently in the world that's 12 million dollars in the bank at 44 like count it you can't. We're not gonna this have twelve million dollars in the bank. I was gonna say this, this, this is the type of guy too. You know, he's got like a, a sweet setup, like of advisors that are his twelve is probably worth like fifty. Mm. Uh, nobody's nobody's grabbing money from this guy because they don't know who he is. Hundred percent agreed. All right, enough la- la- lamenting on uh, what could what could have been for us. I'd say. We'll be but here. Here we we'll are. We'll be there next week after our after our picks come in. Here we are. Bend, 
spend two dollars on George McNeil to win a G. Ladder units, ladder <laughs> units. We're coming after you, McNeil. Thousand bucks at a time. We just need a thousand of your twelve milli. You're, you got some value, Georgie. We love you, buddy. My new, my new, my new favorite golfer, George McNeil. If you got any spare tickets laying around? Send them my way. I'll be your <laughs> biggest fan. All right, Stu. That was good seeing you. Thanks for the picks. You too, buddy. And, uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll reconvene next week. See how how this all uh, worked out. Sounds good. We'll count those greens. <laughs> all right, buddy. Later. See ya. Yeah. Okay, you can owe me. I owe you nothing.